0: this is Dr. John Day. Welcome to podcast number 236. Can buying time increase happiness and longevity? In our fast-paced modern life, most of us are living in a time famine. As a perceived lack of time leads to stress, anxiety, and insomnia, can buying time increase happiness and longevity? In this podcast, I'm going to review a new study evaluating whether buying stuff or buying time, increases happiness. My life. As a child, I always looked forward to Christmas. I loved seeing the presents piled high under the Christmas tree. My siblings and I would count the hours until Christmas morning. It seemed as if Christmas would never come. Once the long-awaited day arrived, we would each take turns opening our presents, opening each new present, give us a gave us a shot of dopamine to our brains that made Christmas morning almost euphoric. Despite the incredible highs of Christmas morning, I always felt a correspondingly low crash by Christmas afternoon. As we ripped through all the presents, I felt a longing for something more. It was almost as if I felt empty inside after playing with all these new toys. By the time I made it to adulthood, time was scarce and my living space became full of stuff, stuff that I had purchased for a good reason at the time, but yet later often never seemed to need. For years now, whenever a family member has asked me what I want for my birthday or Christmas, I've answered time. Indeed, anything a family member can do to help me free up time is a gift that I will always cherish. Time, not stuff, is what makes me happy now. I always thought that my quest for more time, not stuff, made me a bit odd. Now, after this new Harvard University study, perhaps I was on to something. The new Harvard study, Buying Time versus Buying Stuff. In this recently published Buying Time versus Buying Stuff Harvard study, researchers included 6,271 people from the US, Canada, and Europe. From these 6,271 people researchers analyzed their buying habits and self-reported life satisfaction scores. As you might imagine, this large sample size included the wealthy, poor, and middle class from a number of different countries. To confirm their findings of these 6,271 people, Harvard researchers added a second component to the study. In the second portion uh, of the study, they gave... um, They basically divided the people up and they gave them $40 on two separate weekends. And this sounds like a pretty sweet study, you get a $40 gift on two consecutive weekends, and with a study design like this, I, I would still wish I could have participated in this study and pocketed the $40 on two weekends. But on one of the weekends, study participants were told to spend the $40 on things that could save them time, such as a house cleaner, handyman, or even a neighborhood kid just to run some errands for them to free up some free time. On the other weekend, they were told to go out and buy something with the $40. Just buy something. Go crazy. After spending the $40 on both occasions, one to buy time, one to buy stuff, study participants were called and asked about how happy they felt and their stress levels and everything else that went along with spending money in this way. And they came up with six findings. So here are the six findings of this Harvard study on buying time versus buying stuff. Number one, they found that buying time rather than buying stuff increased happiness by 16%. Number two, spending money to create more free time instead of accumulating more material possessions decreased stress levels by 17%. This is probably because the more stuff you have, you almost become a maintenance man just trying to keep it all fixed and organized, and it's hard work. Number three, regardless of whether you are a millionaire or just struggling to survive, Buying time resulted in more happiness and less stress. Number four, contrary to conventional wisdom, cash-strapped Americans, so those on the lower socioeconomic ladder, benefited more from buying time than the millionaires or people from any of the other countries. And this really made me think, is, you know perhaps this says something about how jam-packed our lives are here in the U.S., that time is just so, it's such an incredible gift. Number five, only 2%, only 2% of the people in the US and Canada or Europe reported that they would ever spend money to free up more personal time. So even though we're all time strapped, no one will buy time, except of course with this study. Number six, outsourcing some of your to-do list seem to be much more beneficial for women in this study than men, and and with women, buying time or outsourcing their to-do list reduced and dramatically reduced levels of stress and increased levels of happiness. So you may be thinking there, well, why does buying time increase happiness? You would like to think that with all of our modern conveniences like the internet, smartphones and cars, that it would save us so much time and make us so much happier. Rather, the more technology progresses, the more time stress we feel. Perhaps this is because of the more technology advances, the harder we have to work to get all this new stuff. In this study, spending money to free up more personal time was shown to help combat the challenges of modern life. Thus, money may assist you. With time stress. A second theory as to why buying time increased happiness in the study is because with all of our work, family, and community commitments, obligations, many of us feel as if we have no control over our lives. We're just like this human taxicab driver shuttling our kids everywhere, our parents everywhere, whatever the case may be. Perhaps the reason why spending money to free up personal time was so useful is because it may bring back a sense of control over our lives does happiness make you live longer? The answer to whether happiness makes you live longer may come from an ongoing study that has been running for 78 years and now and counting. In this study, researchers are closely following the lives of 268 Harvard University students who were at Harvard between 1939 and 1944. Even our former US president, John F. Kennedy, was one of the 268 college students in the study. Now that the last of these students are, they're they're, they're in their 90s now, researchers can see what the key factors to longevity are. Based on the Harvard Grant study, so that's the name of this Harvard study that's been following these college students for all these years, the number one predictor of health and longevity was happiness. And when they dug even deeper, researchers found that the key to happiness in this life, at least according to this Harvard Grant study, number one factor, can you guess? You got it, relationships. Perhaps if we weren't so time-stressed in our modern lives, we could slow down and save some time for the relationships which matter most. Practical tips. While this latest Harvard study showed that when it comes to happiness, buying time is much better than buying more stuff, I would argue that there is an even better solution. Rather than spending our hard-earned money on outsourcing our lives in search of happiness, What if we just bought less stuff so that we didn't have to work so hard? A second practical tip to remember is that every time you say yes to something, you are in essence saying no to something else. Even little social obligations add up. Saying yes to helping with a community or work event means that you may have to give up your daily workout or give up spending time with your children. The key then is to only focus on what is absolutely essential for your life, only buy those things that you need in your life. Also, only say yes to social obligations that are essential for you and your family. So I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this buying time versus buying stuff study? Do you do you agree, do you buy that um, buying time decreases stress and increases happiness? I'd love to hear from you. And of course, as you know, stress is so closely related to cardiovascular disease. So anything we can do to improve our happiness, decrease our stress, could pay tremendous dividends with our heart. And when it comes to longevity, how long you live is really a factor of how well you take care of your heart. So there's definitely a a link there. Please leave me your thoughts and questions. And how do you do it? Well, go onto my website, drjohnday.com. Find blog number 236, Combine Time, Increase Happiness and Longevity. Scroll down to the bottom, post your questions, post your comments, and I'll do my best to answer every question. And of course, if you haven't yet read our new Amazon best-selling book, The Longevity Plan, or subscribe to our free weekly newsletter, what about doing it now? You'll be glad you did it. And until next time, keep living better. Thank you for listening to The Dr. John Day Show. Now is the time for you to live better. Go to drjohnday.com to sign up for Dr. Day's newsletter, daily success tools, and more. It's never too late to change.